0: Hello and welcome to CHN Radio. It's your boy Elijah Newsome here. I'm riding solo dolo. You already know. Oh, here we go. This place about to blow. I'ma stop rapping for I'm gonna stop rapping for you. Welcome to CHN Radio. Like I said, this is the number one podcast for Coming Home Newcastle. My name is Elijah Newsom. Normally I'd be joined by my co-host Greg Troxel, but he is currently on a little vacay, little holiday action. Um, over in the Cape, Cape Cod, uh, some spot in New England, not really sure where that is, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, we just released the episode, well, I did, I guess, um, like yesterday, but, uh, then Steve Bruce got hired, so, I guess that was two days ago, but then Steve Bruce got hired, so we're here doing an emergency pod, because, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. As a meme um, for those who don't know. Um, so that is the focus of this podcast. So we'll talk a little bit about Steve Bruce. Um, we'll give a couple stats to hopefully uplift you. Um, they, they're not going to be uplifting. I'm sorry. It, it might make you a little sad. Um, and I'll try to make some make sense of it, make you a little bit excited for the fact that we do have a manager. Um, we'll check in with Greg. Um, we'll get some fan reactions as well. And then we'll kind of close out with some final thoughts um by yours truly um but first if you aren't following us on social media uh please give the podcast a follow at chn underscore radio um it's pretty simple there's more people who listen to this than follow us on twitter so that makes no sense so if you're listening to this right now and you aren't following us on twitter pause the app unless you're in a car unless you're in a car if you're in a car just d- keep your your hands on the on the wheel Pay attention. Keep driving. But if you're not and you're just chilling at home or you're doing doing some lawn work or doing laundry and you just want something you want to hear my soothing voice in the background, um, just pause, pull out your Twitter app, create a Twitter if you don't have one already, and follow us. Because it is it takes thirty seconds, not even, to follow us on Twitter. And I trust me, it's gonna be probably a top three or four decision you ever make in your life if you do that um so so yeah so that's that's us on twitter if you're not following us on twitter uh please do greg uh, normally runs a twitter account and he has some fire tweets um and you know it's a great way to interact with us talk to us directly if you have any questions for the pod that's the easiest way to send them to us so yeah that that's kind of That's all we got, really, for that. Oh, duh. I would be remiss without saying, check out the main site, cominghomenewcastle.com. That's the people who are the reason that we're here. That's how Greg and I... Got this whole thing going, so be sure to check out cominghomenewcastle.com. Be sure to follow that account on Twitter at cominghomenufc for all the hottest takes, all the news, all the funniest memes, all that kind of stuff. Um, all that stuff being tweeted, and if you want to, and only if you really want to, and only if you really, really want to, you can follow me on Twitter at Elijah underscore Newsom. So um, let's let's actually get into this whole reason for the pod. There was like a three minute long intro, so I'm sorry. Let's get into this whole reason. Let's get this. I ain't going. So um yesterday, uh on July 17th at around eight thirty, maybe British time. I'm not really sure how time zones work still. Okay, maybe it was 9 30 in the morning. It was sometime in the morning in England. Um Steve Bruce was announced as the head coach of or or manager, sorry, the manager of Newcastle United. Um so uh yeah, he was born in Northumberland, so he is he's a local. And he's now the head coach of Newcastle United, or manager of Newcastle United. I keep saying coach, even though I follow football and I've been following football for years. He's the manager of Newcastle United. Um, it is what some would say is an underwhelming hire. Uh, Bruce just finished his, well, many would say it's an underwhelming hire. Uh, Bruce just finished his very short stint with Sheffield Wednesday, which surprisingly isn't even his shortest stint with the club ever. So we'll talk about that Um and when we get to stats, um, but uh, he just finished up a six-month campaign with Sheffield Wednesday where he was able to turn them around. Uh, if they were kind of near the bottom, near the relegation heap, and he brought them uh, back up into a mid-table finish. They finished 12th in the championship uh, last season under Bruce's guidance. Um, pretty controversial uh, start to his career at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, he was appointed in January, but took a month off and was kind of criticized by many pundits uh For taking a month off, but he took a month off um and missed a, i think an f a cup match and one other match that he just didn't manage uh he was still making signings, but he took a month off because he was recovering from two surgeries he had, and I think his parents died um is what he told everyone um which I don't doubt him hey self care is important mental your mental health is important, so if you need to take take uh time off to to you know refresh and reconnect, go ahead and do it. I ain't mad at you, baby. Um so uh, that happened uh and so uh people were not too happy with him in the beginning but then he only lost four matches uh the the, the next few months so uh he became a, a fan favorite at Sheffield and uh they were looking forward to a, a bright future with him um and that didn't happen so uh he joined Newcastle after a week of sort of negotiations you could call it with Sheffield Wednesday Um, Steve Bruce had reportedly agreed to a contract um, earlier this past week, um, earlier this week, um, and that contract has kind of been confirmed, you could say. Um, It has been... He's reported that he's the lowest-paid Premier League manager uh, with £1 million a year as his salary. Uh, There was a whole haggle over the compensation to be owed to Sheffield Wednesday, Um, and so... uh, they wanted reportedly they wanted about 4 million pounds for him and his managers and Newcastle were like, no, he's literally been here six months. You've paid him like maybe 500 K. Um, you've only paid him half a season salary. So I don't really know why you want 4 million pounds, but then when you look at it from Shuffle Wednesday's perspective, they're literally losing their manager and his entire staff with less than a month before the season starts. So, um, yeah, they want some sort of compensation. Um, and so, when the club yesterday announced that Steve Bruce was joining Newcastle as the manager, uh, everyone assumed that they had, the compensation had been met, and that is what was going on. And, you know, it was like, we are done, Steve Bruce the manager. And then shortly thereafter, um, we had an interesting statement come from Sheffield Wednesday, uh, and they claim... Uh, They said, the club is disappointed to learn via public statement issued by Newcastle United that is appointed former Sheffield Wednesday staff Steve Bruce with Steve Agnew and Stephen Clements. Regardless of the fact that the staff resigned from their positions with the club on Monday, there remains outstanding legal issues to resolve between the club and staff and Newcastle United. The club is currently considering its position and taking the appropriate legal advice. No further comment will be made by the club concerning this matter. So, um, Wednesday seemed like they are going to take some sort of legal action against Newcastle United for unfairly compensating them um it's unsure what the actual issue is uh some people are saying well steve bruce resigned shouldn't that be done and dusted there shouldn't be any compensation um there's also there's the possibility and we don't know this that shuffle Wednesday didn't accept his resignation because in order to like you have to accept like the the club has to accept your resignation for you to technically be allowed to leave somewhere else and they don't usually do that unless their compensation has been met so it's possible that he's resigned and they haven't accepted the resignation, but he left anyway um, because he wanted to get into China. It seemed like Newcastle really wanted this deal done before China. Um, they wanted a manager before the China trip, which fair play to them. That makes sense, actually. And so once this kind of spilled over into the China trip, they just want to get it done as quickly as possible. And that has resulted in them po- part- possibly, Not, I couldn't speak there for a second, possibly skirt-skirting uh the legal proceedings and no one seems to be surprised by that so um but yeah that's kind of steve bruce um recently before he was at Sheffield wednesday uh he was at aston villa where he was fired he's done a few clubs in the premier league um nothing nothing to write home about uh well and we'll get into that in a second but uh but notice i guess notably steve bruce Bruce is not, what I'd say, a fan favorite in a lot of eyes. Sheffield Wednesday was kind of his best bet. Probably one of the only clubs that treated him, well, sorry, probably one of the only fan bases that treated him with a lot of respect up until the very end. Um, When he was at Aston Villa, they were in the championship um, for, well, he was going to his third year with them, uh, and they had failed to reach promotion under him, and so people were getting frustrated. Uh, And there was even a fan who threw a cabbage at him, at a game and then at a match and he was then subsequently fired after that match but still the fact that a fan threw cabbage at him is crazy um so he's not particularly a liked guy um and uh it the jury's kind of still out in terms of whether he's actually a good manager so we'll get into that right now so let's get into some quick statistics real quick um and then we'll we'll go in the comments. Uh, so some quick statistics. He's the 36th manager of Newcastle United, which that's cool. He's the 10th under the Mag Ashley regime, which is insane, which means that we've gone through 10 managers in roughly 13 years, which is not great. Oh, and if you hear some noise, that they're working on my roof right now. This was probably not a good idea to record while they're doing this. So if you hear some noise, they're definitely working on my roof. But... Uh, this is going to be short, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal, but we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Um, so he's a 10th under Ashley. Um, his premier league record is nothing to, uh, write home about, uh, by any means. Um, let's, let's check it out. Let's check it out. So, um, according to premier league's official website, he's got a losing record of 110 wins, 109 draws and 173 losses, which is... Uh, makes him tied for the lowest uh, win percentage out of any manager. Oh, second, he's second lowest. He's got the second lowest winning percentage out of any manager um, in Premier League. Uh, the only person actually who has a uh, a worse um, what's the face losing percentage. Uh, his is twenty eight point one percent. By the way, is a uh, Brian Robson who actually was a teammate of his. Um, so. Uh, it's interesting because he has some, uh, like, things that would make you, um, be like, huh, maybe this is not a bad hire, but then there's also, like, that. So, that's the big negatives. So, he's actually got, he's, um, he's three, his 392 games as Premier League manager, which there's only a few managers, the likes of Arsene Wenger, Sir Alex, uh, Harry Redknapp, David Moyes, Fat Sam, Mark Hughes, are the only people who have have actually managed more games in the premier league um he's got four promotions from the second tier uh to uh to to uh the premier League which is tied with neil warnock for the most uh promotions in uh in premier league history um, this is Newcastle. Will be his fifth club. He's managed. He's managed Birmingham, Wigan, Sunderland, and Hull, all in the Premier League. Um, and as you can tell, a very underwhelming list of clubs before you get to Newcastle. Uh, so that could be part of the reason why he's not um, as successful um, as many as uh, in the Premier League as you know you would hope he is. Uh, he's managed pretty awful teams. Um, so uh, he. I don't know, is there anything else worth uh worth noting? Oh, here's something interesting. So uh <laughs> Steve Bruce, um there's a, a rep on him that he's like he doesn't stick it out at clubs, and you look at some of the recent clubs he's been at, and he's been at a lot of clubs, Saints Sheffield Wednesday, for two, three seasons, so you know, not tick not very short, but not really long. And you're like, I mean, he doesn't seem like he switches clubs often. But then there was this interesting thing where uh, he took charge of Hillsborough um, on the 1st of February when he was first managing. Um, and then he was, oh, sorry, that was, sorry, that was Sheffield Wednesday. So that's 18 league games, which is less than half a championship season. So that's Exhibit A, which take that as you wish. I mean, he got a better opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but in 2001, this is the thing that interested me the most in 2001. He uh he did, he did a stint at Wigan Athletic, uh in the third tier and lasted eight league games. Resigned, joined Crystal Palace, and then Palace was there for fifteen games. Then Birmingham, and then he uh and then he did Birmingham. So he's been at clubs for eight games, um, fifteen games, eighteen games, and that's kind of set this this tone. I think people remember that because that all happened in one season um, as kind of giving him that rep of not sticking around at places for a long time, um, but yeah, that's kind of Steve Bruce from a statistical standpoint, um, if you want to talk about him tactically, um, and Greg kind of gets into this, he does, he has employed a 4-2-3-1 recently, uh, with some of his recent clubs at Astonville and at Sheffield Wednesday, at Sheffield Wednesday, sometimes he rolled out a 4-4-2, uh, with some, um, some success, um, but, uh, See, there's that roof again. That's that's going to be annoying. I uh, apologize in advance for that. That's going to suck. Um, but other than that, uh, it, he's pretty, by the book, 4-2-3-1, which isn't anything, I would say, innovative. It's probably one of the most popular formations alongside the 4-3-3 and uh, some of the five-back formations, like a 3-5-2 or whatever, in modern football. Uh, So 4-2-3-1 is probably what we could see at Newcastle. Um, it does seem like he has used he with Sheffield because of the way he came in it seems like he's he was adept at using uh the resources he already had in order to kind of create a better product so it's possible and Greg does talk about this when we we check in with Greg later on uh that he could go to a five in the back formation and play counter-attacking football because Newcastle have the personnel to do so so um yeah so that's kind of Steve Bruce um just a quick overview of what we're getting um obviously a lot of fans are not too pleased with the hire it was reported by uh at first it was reported he was the sixth option and then uh mark douglas and sky sports both heard that he was the 11th option on a short list which is comical to say the least um so he wasn't definitely wasn't newcastle's first choice i think if newcastle had their first choice it would probably been someone like vieira or um lampard or someone or uh, even Arteta; those are probably names that they were looking at. Um, of course, jeez, now I'm forgetting uh, Roberto Martinez probably as well. Um, just so they, there would have been some some other names, but uh, but yeah, instead we have Steve Bruce. So um, yeah, so let's look at uh, what Steve Bruce had to say joining the club. So he had he had some some comments that he made. Uh, he said, "I'm delighted and incredibly proud to be appointed as head coach of Newcastle United. This is my." boyhood club it was my dad's club so this is a very special moment for me and my family there's a huge challenge ahead of us but it's one that my staff and i are ready for we roll our sleeves up and we'll be giving it everything from the off to ensure supporters have a successful team they can be proud of lee charnley said that steve has a deep affection for newcastle united and we are very pleased that a coach with his vast experience and connections to the club and city have joined us steve knows what this club means to supporters and to the region and will put his heart and soul in leading our talented group of players with the full support of our staff lol um that's funny okay um the hard work for steve and his team starts immediately and will be fully prepared for the challenge of a new premier league season um and so uh he goes on to thank ben dawson and neil redfern for basically taking care of the team um so uh that is what steve bruce had to say um and what the club has kind of had to say about that um for those who don't know already um you've probably seen this by the time this pod comes out recording this um Around in the morning of the 18th Eastern Time, so I already know this has come out because I've seen it. Steve Bruce was at training today for China, so we could see typically what he's thinking about doing tactically um, as early as in the next couple of days when we play. I we don't remember who won Man City or West Ham, whoever we play. Um, and probably get destroyed by uh so we might be able to see what he's he's rocking with and of course as the preseason goes on we'll see a little bit more and we'll kind of see get an idea of who he wants to bring in um in terms of players uh he could be okay with left back he could be uh he could be against bringing in another left back it doesn't matter we'll find out soon enough so um yeah so uh what we're gonna do now um we're gonna take a quick break and then um well I think yeah, I think let's do that. Let's do it. We'll take a quick break and then we'll uh hear from Greg um after the break. So uh here's an ad. All right. We're joined here, Back from the Dead, by Greg. Greg Troxel, who's currently in Cape Con, which is somewhere in the New England area. We don't really know. <laughs> Greg, how you feeling?
1: I'm I'm feeling great. I've I've been on the beach and uh it is somewhere in New England. You're correct. Mm. Uh, it's in Massachusetts. A bunch of mass holes running around up here. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of rich people on this Cape of Cod. Yeah. I found interesting. Um. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them yet. Yet, but
0: yeah. I mean, you know, you know once I'll, you rob, at least act like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It, That's the whole reason I'm here.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a little theft ain't, ain't hurt anybody. Exactly. It doesn't hurt. You know. It it, <laughs> it It's annoying, but it doesn't hurt. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Speaking of theft, uh, Newcastle and annoying. <laughs> yeah, and annoying. Newcastle have 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 done something. They've uh, they've hired yeah. Steve Bruce as their manager. Um, we'll, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the last episode that this was something that was bound to happen, and it happened. So, what are your quick reactions? uh just off the top of your head steve bruce is now the manager of newcastle united he's in china right now actually too
1: oh yeah yeah i saw that he he like flew to shanghai and has has his first practice in with the first team but uh initial reaction is probably the exact same as most of most team supporters is it's extremely underwhelming um you go from the manager that has won more than any other club manager, as far as like he's won every trophy that you could win, to a manager who's won zero trophies and is a managing been relegated twice and is managing a mid-table championship side. So it's extremely <laughs> downtrodden and. He has, I think, of, of the managers, I, I saw this stat yesterday, actually, of the managers that have managed over 250 Premier League games, um, Steve Bruce has the second lowest win percentage of all of those managers. True. So it's definitely not inspiring. The, the, if I had to pick a, po- a positive of the hire, is that like he is from Newcastle, so he like knows about stuff like he, he knows about the fan base he knows about the culture but uh then you can easily point to the fact that he managed Sunderland and that takes that positive away so uh there's not really much to be excited about I don't nobody's jumping out of their chair because we signed we hired Steve Bruce like yeah impossible
0: and to be fair he was apparently the 11th choice which is just
1: Oh, yeah, I want to touch that's, on that because that's hilarious. That's,
0: that's like that, – um, I feel like that's like – I feel like people – there's a lot of people who I've seen on Twitter that are like hashtag Bruce out, and I'm like, I don't know if I would even take that stance. One, because he hasn't managed a game yet. And two, like he wasn't the first choice or the second or the third or the – like all the way yeah. he's the 11th choice,
1: which is uh, – that's sad. So, actually, you brought up two things I want to bring up. Okay. The first is – I don't – I mean, Mark Douglas reported it, and I don't want to say that he's wrong, but it's very hard to believe that they had a list of 11 people. I feel well, like Mark Mike Douglas just, like, games, goes through Sky the contacts Sp- on his phone. Sky Sports and Mark Douglas both reported. Yeah. I so. just feel like he's like, all right, who, like, knows about Newcastle? That's in my contacts. So he called Sam out of the ice. He said no. He was like, oh, well, Steve Bruce is from here. We'll call him. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like that was it. Maybe he called Alan Pardew and Alan Shearer and Chris Houghton again, too, so maybe he was fifth. But I, 11 is crazy to think of. But I, I love the reporting six, said – At least. At
0: least sixth. Yeah. I do think that he He wasn't first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, he definitely wasn't in the top five. I I genuinely believe that he tried to reach out to guys like Lampard and like uh, Vieira and Arteta. Like, I genuinely believe that because that yeah. kind of makes sense. Eleventh um, seems a little steep, especially when like you have like the whole Genesio reports coming out, and it's like that guy was a free agent, and he's clearly a better manager than uh, than Steve Bruce. And they were like, we didn't even know that we were being considered for this role. Is essentially what his camp actually said at the end of the day. So he didn't try his hardest, but it is still funny that I do think that it's possible that there were potentially ten guys who said no to Newcastle, because that's not yeah. Know. I think that's the funnier part yeah. of the
1: whole thing. And I also like how they said, oh, Steve was 11th on the short list. I'm like, guys, that's not a short list.
0: Yeah, that's not what <laughs> that, a short list is. The short
1: list is like three to five max. Yeah. Like, that's a short list. <laughs>
0: but yeah.
1: 11 Eleven's a pretty long list. Yeah. Um. The, the second thing is this, is the Bruce Out thing. I actually saw people post Bruce Out in the same Sports Direct logo that people use Ashley Out for. Mm-hmm. So that means to tell me that you clicked on that Ashley out thing, erased Ashley out. And then to type Bruce out, like, are you crazy? Like I was, the fight, it's not Br- Steve Bruce's fault that he has this job. Yeah. It, there's one, there's one person like at the out should only be focused on one person. Like Steve Bruce could be here for 12 years for all I care. As long as like Ashley eventually leaves the club. That's all that matters to me. Like it's let's true. not focus on Bruce out. It's, yeah. it's completely irrelevant.
0: It's it's like, I mean, if you're an American, it's like if if your, your favorite college football team, say Georgia, Kirby Smart leaves Georgia, and Georgia's a perennial program. They're a great, great team. And you're playing, SEC is arguably the best division in all college football. And then you go and get yeah. some guy who was a high school football coach because that makes sense. You shouldn't be, like, mad that the high school football coach accepted essentially <laughs> a dream job and a great opportunity for his own career you should be mad at your athletic director for hiring a high yeah. school walker. <laughs>
1: so, exactly. We need it. The focus needs to be on one person and not Steve Bruce.
0: Yeah. So, um. Yeah. I mean, that, that's. Is there? Is there, do you think that Newcastle will get relegated this season?
1: Uh, I will take the squad as is, and so this is without the reported signing of a new striker. Um, and I would say yes. I would. I would put. Newcastle in the bottom three if the season started tomorrow with the squad as is.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. How about you? Um, I would say no, just because there's still a large amount of players who've been relegated playing the championship and I'm sure they don't want to go back there. So (laughs) they're going to play their ass off to not get relegated. I also, I don't, I mean, I don't know how Steve Bruce was able to – and I i don't know. I did my research. I don't know how he was able to turn Sheffield Wednesday from a relegation. They were essentially going to get relegated, and then he came in, and they only lost four games since January. So that's worth noting that mm-hmm. he did something right. And it wasn't like they just had an easy portion of the schedule. They played some solid teams as well and were able to pick up victories and draws. So, I mean, obviously the Premier League is a whole different beast, but it's not like Sheffield Wednesday had – a really good squad either so um I don't know I yeah I, I maybe he's done something differently to be a little bit more tactically and sound but I don't know I I just you know as long as there's some sort of direction I'm gonna be the optimistic one and say that there's there's still hope that we won't get relegated
1: yeah I mean obviously I would love to stay in the Premier League um but as, as right now I would say that I don't think we would
0: yeah, they it would all rely ass. on
1: Almiron and and i think that's that's a tough ask for him
0: yeah it it would largely fall on Almiron <laughs> if it's if it's the squad is as it is now um depending yeah. on who bruce wants to bring in uh because we know that if there's a striker who charmaine unnamed if he comes in that was not the doing of um of steve bruce it was the doing of the the lee charley scouting scouting the expertise of lee charley scouting um so yeah i I wouldn't i don't know and and some of the the and this was just total fluff but there were some guys that that you know there were that steve bruce was linked to being interested in signing that were just like like there was a couple like james mccarthy and some other people who were like just don't fit the ashley mold of we need people under the age of 26 that kind of thing so it'll be interesting to see if bruce even is given as much uh freedom over transfers as he thinks he will be given. Um and so we'll see.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: But yeah. Do you have any uh final thoughts on uh Steve Bruce?
1: Um so some things like he he runs a similar system to Rafa as far as formationally. Like sometimes you see him come out in the one four or the four one 4 one. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the four one four one, but it's mainly the four two three one, which is going to be interesting to watch because, like, obviously we're familiar with that formation, and um, obviously you know between that and the five back, I'm curious to see if he does implement a five back system because it worked out so well in the second half. Um, I, I I don't think it's above Steve Bruce to maybe change some tactics up from time to time, so I, I'd be interested to see if he implements that just doing some scouting on how last year went because I I can imagine for for Bruce the the whole goal is to to survive Mm -hmm. and you know if he does survive it's like kind of like you said it's him resurrecting his career a little bit because just Rafa doing what he did and keeping us in Premier League survival with the squad is was considered a miracle so see Bruce does it like we can't think anything less than a miracle, right? Yeah, like just common sense wise. Um, yeah. So I think Bruce is saying, like, you know, I can be a miracle worker too if if I can get this to work. And part of the way that I would get this to work is I'm already. If I'm Steve Bruce, I'm already saying to myself, okay, I, you know, Rafa is like the tactical genius of the four-two-three-one, and what he did with this team is had it for a while, but then moved to a a, a five-back system, and it like kicked off for him. So why don't I look at this? Why don't I examine what they did in the second half of the season and try to replicate it? Um, so like something like that, I could see working and Steve Bruce could resurrect his career from that standpoint, but uh, it's going to take a few players. Like, please, like, please sign a fullback. like at all costs at this point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, the positive would have to be that he would have to replicate something from last year. And the player's already there. The players could even help them out. Like, but it, I, th- I feel like you got to, you got to stick with that five back. It just, it just worked. So yeah, that's, um, that's my positives. My positives are to do what Rafa did.
0: <laughs> it, it would be interesting to see, uh, you know, if certain players, uh, how, how they react to having a new manager. Um, and we've seen it in people who've come to Newcastle and people who like, you know, there was a whole situation with, uh homeboy rebuffing us from uh was that Ajax or Monaco? Monaco because they brought in a new manager. Um and he was like mm-hmm. maybe I can I can get a chance to to play there and it, it didn't work out. But anyway, um <laughs> like uh, it will be interesting to see if guys like uh like Shelby potentially like, guys like Lazar if they if they're given opportunities. Uh Orlando Aarons is another one who might get playing time because he played under Steve Bruce. Uh so yeah. It's, uh, it's, and Lazar. And Lazar. Uh, I don't really know if Lazar is all that. St- Orlando Aaron seems to think that he's like, he's going to be playing like every match, uh, but um, <laughs> he's brim- brimming with confidence, but Lazar, I mean, he's just happy that he's still making that premier league salary. So um, it'll be interesting to see how those yeah. players are used. Um, I'm with you. If, if Newcastle can go to a five back formation uh, and play counterattacking football, they have they have the talent in order to do that and do that well. Um because if you get if you bring in a striker that's able to run and has a little bit of finishing ability, uh players like Miguel Almiron will will give him that opportunity to uh to, to and create those chances and allow for for that person to have that opportunity to score. So I mean that's essentially how Atlanta United Won their championship was they they switched yeah. to a five in the back formation and started playing counterattacking football. And Miguel Amaro carried carried them to a uh, to a, a championship.
1: Yeah, no, so. exactly. There, it's championship. Probably not something that's going to happen here, but, no, survival, but survival. yes. there's a chance <laughs>
0: being able to beat Aston Villa. Yeah, and yeah. oh man, yeah, that's uh if if you needed more of a reason to like regret that Aston Villa's in the premier league again, Steve, they fired Steve Bruce and then effectively went on to gain promotion. So like they're already <laughs> talking a lot of crap on Twitter and it's like, Oh my gosh, who cares? You guys just yeah. give me a break. Yeah. But yeah. All right. It Greg. will be, it
1: uh, will be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It'll be something. Uh, all right, Greg. Well, the people can follow you on Twitter. How do they do that?
1: Oh, at nufc underscore greg follow me for my replies to luke edwards tweets yeah um just coming in hot just yeah absolutely roasting everything he says
0: yeah I, so I just, uh, yeah, it's a great is,
1: follow right now
0: when's the point when luke edwards admits that he's just wrong like i, I like well, I don't no, know if,
1: I, it's it's go ahead yeah uh, oh no i see he's like doing the perfect contrarian take right now uh it's it's getting him more follows more interaction uh and i'm playing into it because i'm responding to his tweets but you're calling him out for him but
0: reactions
1: (laughs) yeah and but like i'm just telling him how stupid he is every time he tweets so yeah um so i I mean I, i really think he he went he went like complete opposite. like he was a completely logical writer the entire time he's been covering Newcastle, but this summer he just changed to like do the opposite of everyone else. So something somebody must have told him something that works as far as like viewership goes, and he's just running with it. But Good it doesn't for him, matter. He was I'm gonna tell him how of, dumb he is.
0: He was already one of the most popular and well liked writers of Newcastle to, of Newcastle, and he just was like <laughs> threw it in the bin. It was it's been the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I don't know. I mean, Luke Edwards, if you're listening, like come on the podcast, explain yourself because yeah
1: actually let's have a roast off like let's have Luke come on the podcast and just say nothing like we'll intro him so you know he's there and then just me and you just go off on him and just mute his line (laughs)
0: like I'm all for because I'm I'm in the boat of I'm I've I've been like this with every single hire of any of my teams I'm always like I'm going to reserve judgment until I've seen a few matches underneath them. And if you know me, you know I'm an Atlanta United fan, and it was very hard for me to do that with Frank DeBoer because the beginning of the season was putrid. And then now we're back in a playoff position, all that kind of crap. But still, it's like, what yeah. again? Steve Bruce, his due diligence. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, then we fire him, and someone comes in and acts <laughs> Xavier and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, yeah, uh, we'll see, but I I'm, I'm glad we have a coach, I guess is, is the only thing I've got. Um, Greg, thanks. For yeah.
1: Me. Oh, join thanks me. Elijah. And we will, we will be, uh, resuming full-time activities next week for sure.
0: Mm, preach on it.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> see ya.
0: See ya. So that was Greg. Uh, that was cool. Um, Greg, of course, is the homie and he obviously had a lot to say, Um, especially concerning the Bruce out movement and the whole just shortlist thing. It's all comical. Um, it's possible, like Greg said, that, uh, we could get, we could be on that verge of that relegation spot. Um, you know, I of course have a different opinion. I think that we could be above the relegation zone, but, um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, it's all in the future. So we really have, have no idea. Um, so anyway, so we're going to get into some fan comments, um, some fan reactions, um, that I thought were pretty funny to the Steve Bruce hiring. Um, the first one. So this is all off the official tweet from July 17th, that Newcastle can now announce Steve Bruce has been appointed as the club's new head coach. Haughty ha ha ha. Um, so, uh, (laughs) Johnny Sharples, who, uh, is huge public figure, uh, writer, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he said, to quote William Shakespeare's Hamlet, Act 3, Scene 3, Line eight eighty seven. no. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, there was someone who just, uh, there were some people who, a lot of people, Geordie uh, Boot Boy, so we all know who that is, um, Burnsy. If you don't know who Burnsy is, uh, just consider yourself lucky. Uh, he said, hashtag Bruce out. Uh, um, there were some people replying with gifs that were just like, ugh. Um, someone tweeted at Alex Bruce's, Steve Bruce's son, who he actually gained, he gained promotion with, at Hull City with, um, he said, tell your dad to bother, to not to bother unpacking, at Alex Bruce 84 uh, Davi Solano, uh, which of course, very popular banter account on Newcastle United Twitter, said, and with that, the biggest downgrade in football history is complete, um, and then, there was something, There is a uh, Kyle Gallagher, we don't want him, we don't have a talent. Talent this guy cannot spell talented. He said tail ted. We don't have a tail ted squad. We don't have a talented squad and we don't care if it's you and your dad's boyhood club. You better not get us relegated. Disgrace the way the way this has been handled. Couldn't lace Rafa's boots. Hashtag Ashley out. Hashtag Bruce out. Um so hashtag Bruce out like we Greg and I kind of alluded to. Not on board with it. We're not gonna we're not gonna say Bruce out until uh until he actually does something that's worth us saying Bruce out. Like if he loses six in a row to start off the season, yes, Bruce out. We'll get on that. We'll get on that bandwagon. We'll get on that train. We'll hop aboard. We'll climb aboard. Choo-choo. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he hasn't done anything. So we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, so, uh, that's kind of my thoughts on this. Uh, I'm, I'm not really on the Bruce out campaign. Um, and I kind of alluded to it earlier when we were talking with Greg, uh, I, Steve Bruce could be kind of revitalized and his newer kind of staff could kind of help him figure things out. I mean, hopefully he's done his research and he kind of has at least a decent understanding of what Rafa was doing tactically, Um, and I hope he kind of reverts to that five in the back. I think that's Newcastle's best chance of survival, going five in the back, playing counterattacking football. Um, They have the center backs and they have the, they have the full backs, well, not really the fullbacks. They have the center backs and midfield and attack. Um, that's assuming we bring in some sort of striker and possibly another winger and possibly a left back to do it. Um, so it would be interesting to see what Newcastle does um, this season. So that's Steve Bruce. He's the new manager of Newcastle United. Uh, whether you like it or not, it's happening, baby. It's here, and so we'll get we'll get a ton of stuff. Um, We'll, we'll see. Sorry, we'll just rewind. So we'll see how things go. Um, we'll obviously be covering everything Steve Bruce does. Um, if you haven't already checked out um dot com, which I'm gonna start calling "Coming Home Newcastle," like just dot com. If you've started checking out dot com stuff at Coming Home Newcastle dot com, there's a plethora of articles up um over the past couple days. Um. One about a particular transfer target that we're not going to talk about until it happens or doesn't happen. I think that's the best way to approach any Newcastle uh, links. And as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, it's kind of how we take things. We don't, we're not going to be serious about it until the deal is done or close to done or et cetera, et cetera. Um, Graham Bell just posted a new opinion piece uh, called Newcastle United Devoid of Hope. I've got um, a little bit of analysis on the controversy uh, surrounding the Sheffield Wednesday kind of Steve Bruce parting of ways. Um, There's our previous podcast episode, and Brian, of course, has his opinion on Steve Bruce. Brian with, of course, his hot take self saying that Steve Bruce will be sacked within six months, which is bold um so yeah so that's that's all we got for you today uh on this emergency episode of coming home newcastle radio wait why did i say the whole name on this emergency episode of chn radio um of course like always rate us five stars subscribe rate us five stars subscribe it helps out a ton it is huge it is big for us we are trying to climb to the top say moving on up uh, we're trying to do that we're trying to move on up to the top of the list we want to be the first thing you see when you type in Newcastle United on Apple Podcasts and the only way we can do that is with your help the more five-star reviews we get the merrier the more subscribers we get the merrier and the more dope content we can bring you guys if you want more of that Warren Barton stuff if you want to see other players you want to see um you want to get more fan interviews it only helps Um, The more, you know, you know, the more uh, people we have rating us five stars subscribing, the more uh, resources we'll be able to have in order to bring you guys the dopest content. So be sure to rate us five stars. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Like I said, at CHN underscore radio. That's all I got for you guys today Um, from Greg and I. We love you guys um, and ho the lads. And up to the job in a day, just can't do to the railway bridge. The bus will flow off there. The lasses lost the crinolines and the bales that hide their faces. I got two black eyes in the broken nose and gathered the blade and raises.